Hi, Hi besties. besties! I'm Michelle. I'm Maddie. And welcome to the Pop, your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about everything we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So let's get <laughs> let's right get into it. Let's get into it. it. Uh, first, we're going to go over just a little bit of news of this week. Not as much as last week that we spent a very long time. Episode. Yeah. This week, it's not too much. Uh, first and foremost, as of today, we're recording this. Drake has officially released his album Certified Lover Boy. Yeah. Haven't listened to it, so I really can't tell you anything about it. It's I haven't just either. Here. I'm not a big Drake fan. I feel like I was a little bit maybe in high school. Mm-hmm. But then again, everyone was a little bit, you know? He was the thing. He, like, I think he he made good music. I just don't know if I'm invested enough to go listen now. Yeah. Like, I feel like sometimes he used to, like, pleasantly surprise me with good tracks that I was like, wow, I didn't expect this. But I just, if I'm completely honest, um, I just don't care about or think about male rappers that often yeah and that's it's true like, maybe i'm flipping the table mm-hmm. maybe i'm just being different flipping the switch but there's so much i have to think and care about that i've been like you know what i might have to put you guys in the back burner i'm sorry about that yeah but i got other things i need to think about right now yeah i'm sure it's fun he makes great music i just haven't even yeah. thought about it i just know the boys right now are living oh, between donda the soft boys yeah between the soft boys and the e, um the e-boys. e-boys they're getting between their life. donda and certified lover boy they're getting fed um i don't know if you know this but uh, damian hurst did the cover art for drake's album and it's mm-hmm. the emojis of the pregnant women yeah he is one of, like, the most controversial artists of all time. He used to take exotic creatures, kill them, stuff them, and then put them on display. Oh, my God. He, like, rhinestoned a real human skull. Like, he's what done a lot of stuff. And so when and this, for this, he just put emojis. put emojis. Yeah. Also, like, I don't know. I didn't think you need, like, a quote-unquote fine artist to make an album cover. No. I don't know. It was just, like, interesting. I mean, Kanye West put a black square also, like, all of Drake's album <laughs> covers look very aesthetically pleasing and are very, like, um, yeah. stylized. And so this was, like, a little strange and a weird pairing of artists. Yeah. Yeah, a bit odd. It's strange. I don't know if I have too much of a problem with the cover. I just think it's Because Certified weird. Lover Boy, I guess, like, yeah, it just kind of, eh. It makes sense, but, like, eh. I don't know. Mm. You could do more. Lil but. Nas memed it iconically yeah with his king energy yeah so then you know it's good if then, yeah. Nas has something to say <laughs> you know yeah well. um in other news we have officially seen shang chi we saw it opening night it was so good i we're planning to do a full review for you guys don't worry yeah but get your ass in that seat and go see it get your ass that's to the, theater. the review <laughs> get your ass to the theater when if I tell you that, like, go see it with a ton of people in the theater. Oh, definitely see it. Wear your masks, people. you know, as normal, whatever. But go see it with a ton of people. Do it. The reactions of everyone was so fun on Disney Plus. Anyway, no, you it's can't. It's not coming out in there, and I doubt that it'll come out on Disney Plus for maybe, like, at least maybe at Christmas, eight or nine months. I would guess. Yeah, I would like. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I just see it. Go see it. Yeah. It was really it's, fun. Fun cameos. Uh, uh, it was really funny, also, but not like too funny. It was nice to see like a Marvel origin movie again mm-hmm. because Black Widow didn't feel like an origin movie. No. It felt like a sequel or like 
a a continuation of a character we already know about and yeah. have learned about. This was like brand new. It's one of those like regular guy gets thrown at like. You're like, oh my god, what? He can fight? It oh feels my god. fun, and you like get to meet people. Yeah. Also, I know that there was a problem with Aquafina, you know, with everything mm-hmm. going on with her. But damn, was she good in this movie? She understands the assignment. I don't know what to tell you. She just knows what she's doing. They gave her she the assignment. Was really she really good. I understand. Like she was a fun sidekick. Also, I will just role. tell you this: Disney does not care what you think about Aquafina. No, they are they like, really we are going to cast her in Little Mermaid. We're going to cast we her really in Marvel. Don't. Like now, she's got the Marvel check. We really don't care what you have to say. Yeah, get used to it. Like, let's be honest: if they're going to keep Chris Pratt around, yeah, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, and I am. But and there's a lot of different versions of the Aquafina story, and a lot of different opinions. I don't think we're really the people to give like the final say on no. what's right and wrong. But whatever your opinion is, if you don't like her, you should still go and support this movie, yeah. regardless of one actor that you might have a bad taste in your mouth about. Yeah. I also, besides the point of uh, Aquafina, I love when Marvel brings like a new actor into, mm-hmm. you know, this yes. world. Yes. And he's brand new. Yes. Brand new. And he got the lead role. Mm-hmm. He's literally Shang-Chi. I think that's what Crazy. makes Marvel like special is its first two, first round of movies felt mm-hmm. like they were casting people that either were the underdogs that people didn't want to cast anymore yeah. or nobody knew about and that's from a casting perspective so smart because then that person becomes the character yeah and Other then they than, already like, get like a no huge boost to of a paul rudd and ant-man but when you see ant-man the first thing that's you think paul is paul rudd, rudd. Yeah. you're not thinking that's scott lang like i'm like oh i'm going to see ant-man because it's paul rudd yeah. like paul rudd's always good when you see chris evans robert Downey jr Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Even uh, Scarlett Johansson, who was big before this. But yeah. even when you see them, the first thing you think of is this character. Even Chris Pratt. Like, he was in Parks and Rec, but he was known as that, like, kind of He fun... wasn't the household star that no, he is now. No, no. Like, this catapulted him into his whole career. So, like, Marvel leaning back into this, we're going to cast unknowns or maybe not huge household names, mm-hmm. feels... It fits my fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. But... Uh, we will do a full high review. Score, that's all yeah. I'm saying. Um, currently, the Venice Film Festival is going on. Mm-hmm. I know that they're showing Dune. Yeah. I don't know other films that are being shown. I know that they're showing uh, Spencer, Princess Diana's yeah. film. They're showing that. Um, I could have sworn I heard about another one that they're showing, but now I'm blinking. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's um, going on and we're not invited. So Yeah. Mm. We will be here <laughs> watching Cinderella by Camila Cabello on instead. Amazon Prime, which also <laughs> just came out. Wonderful. Came out the day that we're recording this. So <sighs> I, I like... Every here's time you hear thing. us talk about it, we just like, here's the thing. I watched He's All That after we last week when I was like, going with an open mind, you're going to have a great time. Mm-hmm. And I did. Um... And I didn't have a great time. So I'm worried now that that mentality of like going with an open mind and know it's going to be dumb isn't going to work for this. And that's someone who likes the kissing booth movies. Yeah, that's coming from me who loves trash movies. Yeah, like that's a big deal. Yeah. So this I'm I'm kind of worried about. I'm a little scared. Yeah, I'm I'm a little scared. um, Maybe I'll have a drink or two and get into it. Yeah, I feel like maybe that's what's needed. Okay, maybe we'll, like, do a drinking game for it. Yeah, that's smart. Okay, maybe you guys can join us. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Um, Other news, Rick and Morty live action episode. Yeah, they just teased it on Twitter today, I think. Yes. And they cast Christopher Lloyd Mm -hmm. as Rick and Jaden Martell as uh, Morty. Which, I casting. Really good casting. Great casting. I have, okay, 
I've never thought of this show. <laughs> like I never think about it. And then I see it like a Twitter headline or whatever about mm-hmm. it. And I was like, damn, that was perfect casting. Yeah. Like, Almost like, did you model these characters after these people? Yeah. I've always Maybe thought not Jada like Martell because. No, but I don't think he was Christopher like, Lloyd. I mean, it, I feel like it almost is a play on like Back to the Future. It kind of is when you think about oh, it. God, are we gonna be so dumb that people are gonna be like, "Yeah, that's the whole <laughs> fucking show." And well, we'll be like, we don't, um, we don't watch. We literally just talked about it like maybe <laughs> twenty like, minutes ago. That I don't like Rick and Marty. I I've watched it. It's not it's funny just to not me. For me, yeah. And if you enjoy it, enjoy it. Like I know it's big. It has a giant audience. Obviously, a lot of people like it. Mm-hmm. It's not for me, but I can appreciate this casting. Like, this is great. I can appreciate I can the appreciate cast. the casting. This is yeah. insane. Like, maybe I'll watch it then. <laughs> maybe. Just to check I, it out. I'm worried that I'll watch it and be like, yay, but I don't find it funny, and so I'm not going to enjoy it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think Christopher Lloyd's going to be great. Jaden Martell is great in everything that yeah, he's in. Yeah, give that man his flowers. That that boy can I mean, boy, act. not man. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's 18 by now. I don't That's know. That's a boy. No, he's a boy. That's a boy. I know. I'm just saying, like, I never realized like how old he is, over maybe. 20. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I just realized, like, I don't know how old he is now. He's the kid in It, if anyone's wondering. He's the main character. He's also brother with Georgie. in Knives Out. He's yes. the nephew in Knives Out. Yeah. If that's like any ring any bells, I guess that's a smaller character than in It. Yeah, but like you still know, know the character. Just trying to freshen your memory yeah. of him. Yeah. But that, if you're into that show, that'll be an exciting episode. Yeah, that's uh, pretty exciting. Some music news. Little Mix released Sweet Love. This is their first official single as a three written by, for the three of them. It's like their own without like a collab or yeah. a feature or anything. And this is the first official single of what will be their next album between us, which is mm. a greatest hit hits mixed with five new songs. Yeah. It was pretty good. Uh, I really yeah, loved, loved it. it. Yeah. Loved it. The video, stunning, gorgeous, amazing, incredible, never been done before, <laughs> Oscar worthy, um, Emmy worthy, uh, stunning. You know, I just have to say, I am like completely like, what's the word? I am just so like, I literally. Give me adjectives. Like proud, shocked at okay. the same time that okay. these women were about to oh, pop. my God. Like, wasn't it like the week? They, they said, so Jade did an interview saying that the week before they went on maternity leave, mm-hmm. they shot three music videos in one week. Three fucking music videos mm-hmm. for these two women. One with t- who's carrying twins. 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 Also, I will say it's funny in the video. You, Insane. Um, first of all, know that two of them can't do anything. So they have them sitting. Mm-hmm. So they let Jade just like. Good for her. Know, do it. Let her get her moment. Um, yeah. And also, here's the other thing. The Jade, I mean, I'm sorry, Leanne and Perry are both on maternity leave. Jade is not. Yeah. Jade has actually been um, in L.A. Mm-hmm. F- since prior to the other girls giving birth and is still there yeah. doing songwriting sessions. That's crazy. She's getting the check. <laughs> she is, but I'm like, damn, look, I love you guys as much as the next girl, and I want but all little makes everything. Y'all need a break. a break. Take a break. I'm begging you. Maybe this is Pause. their break. Maybe Jade's like, you know what? I want to keep going, and this is their Maybe, break. So she's but, like, I'll just work. Oh, Oh my god. Oh, god damn. I love it though. Listen to it. Stream it. <laughs> I love it. Come on now. Support them. Another music news. Yes. This is legendary news. ABBA yes. has released a new song. Yes. And they're going to release a new album. This is the first time in 40 years that they've released new music. Mm-hmm. It's ABBA. Let me tell you something. ABBA understands the assignment. They always do. And they... I will also give them that they saw everyone's like, we love ABBA now. This is like our thing on mm-hmm. TikTok. And they went, we got you. They went, oh, Now is really? our time. 
See, because my mom told me like she heard me listening to ABBA maybe a year ago and she was like, you like ABBA? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, well, when I was a teenager and like growing up, it was nerdy to like ABBA. Like nerds like ABBA. That was the thing. Okay, so she was like, about it? it's my mom who loves Mamma Mia and is like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't like ABBA when I was young because it was nerdy. <laughs> You're like, mm, okay. But like, I think it's kind of cool now that like if that was what they were almost known for mm-hmm. earlier that now like they are the it group i love it and they're in their 70s like that's you amazing work. yeah you work. i love i'm Ava. excited yeah i will be listening <laughs> um in i guess history making news mm-hmm. the drag race all-stars six finale aired. spoiler alert oh spoiler alert spoiler alert <laughs> if you don't want to know all-star I mean, six i guess winner. it would have been like a few days by the time Mm-hmm. this come out so like if yeah. you haven't seen it you probably have yeah spoiler alert kylie sonique love is now the drag race all-stars six champion in the hall of fame mm-hmm. the first openly transgender contestant to, to ever win, win period she's also the first drag race contestant to ever come out as trans on the show oh really mm-hmm. on season two oh, wow. and is now the first trans winner of the show Aww. that's a nice moment that's a nice little i fur- love her full circle. she's had a lot of full circle moments on the show if you watched yeah. it many I'm, poetic justice i moments. really wanted her to win i'm surprised that she won to be I'm quite honest surprised i'm well. surprised but like i wanted her to win so yeah yeah i'm like i'm happy mm-hmm. i think um everybody on this show got a good run good rep good yeah. run. it wasn't like they didn't do the villain edit which they normally do. No, they normally... I just realized they didn't, no. really. Well, and they kind like, of gave it to Trinity sometimes when it's just Trinity yeah, being but you like Trinity. upset. Yeah, I loved her. So I can't I can't fault her. And yeah. everything she was upset about, I was like, yeah, it that was makes valid. sense. Yeah. So this was like a good season, kind of like 13. I don't think anybody really got the villain edit, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, I don't think. But they it works out well. And then you don't have to deal with like these internet trolls sending death threats to these people. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe we stop doing the villain yeah. edit. Maybe we just let the maybe show Maybe we go. stop the, like, ruining their reputation by maybe just giving them a villain edit. Stop the overproducing. Well, they tried to give Jan the villain edit a tiny bit. It was, like, two or three episodes long where yeah, they were, like, giving her that maybe, and then they Like, stopped. on All Stars, it works to give it to the fan favorite because, like, they're not going to ever become not the fan favorite because yeah. they're up their ass. Yeah. So it works. I'm just saying it was a good season. I still think Jan deserved better. She did. After she that lip sync, they were trying to destroy be real. her mental psyche. I wish that she this was in is top so four. much so out of context if you don't watch the season. Yeah, we're they just like shouting out random plot lines. They're ripping her apart. But oh god, I'm really happy Kylie won. Congratulations, yeah. Kylie. Yes, congratulations. We all were on the couch. We like screamed. We're like, yes, yeah. like oh my god. So yeah. happy exciting times and now it's the dark ages between drag race seasons (sighs) it's Uh, you know it's weird because there's so many of them where i'm like oh my god it's oversaturated and then one of the men's i'm like dang when's the next one's damn i do think also they started streaming and like on paramount plus instead of doing it on Mm -hmm. uh vh1 like every friday night I almost kind of like it better on VH1. It's better when it airs Because live. it feels like a bigger deal to me versus like this. When this. It's like I watch it on my phone and whenever I want. Like, it's no. just casual. And maybe it's because we're have... so used to watching things as a group and like not just Drag Race, but like American Horror Story. There would be like the nights for American Horror Story, yeah. the night for this show or the morning for WandaVision, if that makes sense. But mm-hmm. like... It just took away that. And then we also tried to see it at like a viewing party. Yeah. And it also could have ruined it because you had to avoid all social media 
all day all day until like 9 p.m and by the you know everybody there has already seen the episode you lose it yeah it's just i still don't get why they didn't release the show at the same time they would have on tv Mm -hmm. thursdays like you can just have it come out at 5 p.m on a thursday yeah i don't get i'm not in charge i don't know but i should be is what I'm saying. I know. It's, it's <laughs> dumb. But anyways. Uh, moving on. Uh, I, we have some like TV news as well. We'll start with Jeopardy. Mm. Uh, Mike Richards of Jeopardy fame for a week is fired. <laughs> if you don't know, after yeah. Alex Trebek passed, they did like a month, months and months and months of like trial trials runs. of different hosts. They had different celebrities and different people come in to take the place. Mike Richards was an executive on the show. Mm-hmm. After months and months of trials, he went, I think I'm just going to host he the went, show. You know what? Me and this other girl are just going to split it. Yeah. That's fine. So I don't want to let the woman have the whole thing. No, 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 of course not. No, no, no. So he stepped in after maybe like a week, if I remember correctly. Step down. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, allegations came out. Mm-hmm. I think it was his, of him uh, with sexual harassment and I think racism. I'm like 90% How sure. do you ruin the legacy of Alex Trebek like that? How? The how disrespect. disrespectful. Yeah. Like, oh, this is, this is Alex Trebek. He's an American he treasure. An icon. Yeah. A legend. He is the Bob Ross of, of like academia. Modern yeah. Like... Like, Bob Ross will be art. This will be... I don't know if academia and art are really that different, but you get what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. So, well, anyway, he's gone. He's also... He was an executive producer on um, uh, uh, Wheel Wheel of Fortune. Fortune. And so, basically, he got the host job, or gave himself the host (laughs) job, I guess. Um, And then, when those things came out, he stepped down, and apparently, ABC just fired him the other day from his producer jobs as well so have fun mike boy bye (laughs) have fun mike now bring back the good hosts yeah there was a bunch that like oh my gosh i can't remember what his name was but there was one host that everybody just loved and i don't understand why they didn't just go with him yeah i know who you're talking about and i'm blanking on his name but anyway you guys should let us know who you think should host jeopardy yeah i think wendy williams should host jeopardy no (laughs) no all right you all know right. who actually might be kind of a fun host who bill nye yeah he'd be really I like good he kind of huh? has the same vibe of alex, alex trebek. trebek yeah maybe a little bit more chaotic but yeah. it kind of fits the vibe well moving on from jeopardy <laughs> uh other tv news kate walsh is returning to Grey's anatomy yeah she, she left after the second season yeah and so basically, she left Grey's Anatomy. She was McDreamy's fiance or something like before Meredith. And There's a lot of mix. McDreamy <laughs> get together. McDreamy's the main one. He's Patrick oh, Dempsey. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I don't even watch Grey's Anatomy. This is what <laughs> I know, like basic knowledge. Um, she left at the like I think end of the second season, and they gave her her own show called Private Practice, which was on <gasps> ABC for like five years. I remember years. that show. Yeah. So she had her own show, mm-hmm. and then I think it ended and whatnot. But now it's. Going on the 18th season, and she just said that she's going to be on it. This is also... 18. They're ending, their next season's going to be their last season, I think. I think they said that, and then they went back and said that yeah. they weren't. But I really hope it's not only because 19's an ugly number to end your show on. <sighs> like, just do, do 20, 20 and call it a day. Like, it can be like a 10-episode 20 season. Yeah. You know? Just, like, give me 20 seasons. No, 19's listen, an ugly number. I know people are, like, really invested in this show. This is so much. <laughs> I can't even... I couldn't even, like, watch Game of Thrones, which was, like, eight I, seasons. That took me so long. I mean, I don't watch it. Mm-mm. But 
if you went if it's good i guess yeah it's like supernatural too like those are the two where i'm like you guys keep how i will say i tried to watch supernatural i think i got to season seven and Mm -hmm. i was like i can't like they seem like good shows i'm not saying that they're like bad i'm just like wow this is a lot yeah but um yeah 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 uh other tv news Sarah Paulson talks about her casting as Linda Tripp in American Crime Story Impeachment. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know, Sarah Paulson has to wear a fat suit as well as like face prosthetics, teeth prosthetics, Mm -hmm. wigs, whatnot for this character. And there's a lot of controversy with actors wearing fat suits to play a character Mm -hmm. that you could have just cast a bigger actor for. Yeah. So like... Oh, in the Gucci movie, Jared Leto's doing the same thing. Yes. We're to the point that he's unrecognizable. Yeah. I'm like, well, why don't you just hire an actor that looked like him? Yeah. Because I'm sure there are actors out there. There are a lot of actors available. Uh, but Sarah Paulson did an interview talking about it. Some quotes from that. She says, it's very hard for me to talk about this without feeling like I'm making excuses. Hmm. She also said, there's a lot of controversy around actors in fat suits. And I think the controversy is a legitimate one. And I think fat phobia is real. Okay. And it's very important for me for this conversation to be had. But that... Uh, entire responsibility I don't think falls on the actor which is also true that is true yeah we've talked about this with like in the heights that you cannot Mm -hmm. you can't ask an actor about casting they want the job yeah that's not fair they want to be able to take that job they want to be able to do this character justice Mm -hmm. whether or not they might look like this character like it is their fault but it's also casting directors producers directors everyone who's in charge of this who said like Oh, like, especially with this, because it's Ryan Murphy and he Mm -hmm. has his crew, right? Where he's going to get whoever he wants from his crew to play this certain person. And of course, Sarah Paulson is an incredible actor. Mm -hmm. So he's obviously going to want her included in this. But I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all that he would do that to have her in it. Here's the thing. It would almost make more sense if they had never changed the cast, if it was going to be the same people. Mm -hmm just always being cycled playing new characters because I've been like well yeah it has to be the same people yeah but I think when you do these shows and you can like switch them out like why not give somebody a chance I yeah. don't know uh she like, also you are loving to bring in Kaya Gerber and who is not an actress no at all I don't know if you or if the listeners have seen American <sighs> Horror Stories uh, don't she's gonna be in the new American Horror Story season as well I'll but give her a second chance he loves nepotism babies oh, yeah he loves them well yeah so it doesn't surprise me at all yeah. his um, casting choices sarah paulson also goes on to say the magic of hair and makeup departments and costumers and cinematographers that have been a part of movie making and the suspension of disbelief since the beginning of cinema so mm. she's saying that the, the costuming the fat suits the makeup the prosthetics are also a part of it yeah so it it's it, a part of the story yeah i get that and it's like it is amazing at what these artists can do really to make this person look so different. Like that shows how talented they are and Mm -hmm. how realistic this stuff can look. But again, did they really need to do that specifically? Yeah. I also, I will say Sarah Paulson did gain 30 pounds for the role. Yeah. So it's, that's another question. Do we require actors to gain and lose weight for characters? Yeah. Or do we just hire actors with the same body type as a character? Also, that depends. Is the body type important to the character's story? Yeah. Because then why not hire, I don't know, a bigger actress to play like fucking Elle Woods? Because her body type doesn't actually matter for the character. Yeah. Does Linda Tripp's, I, maybe, I don't know the story of Linda Tripp too maybe well. So I don't know if her body is integral person? to her character. But vice know. versa. Um, 
Yeah. Sarah Paulson also says, what was I supposed to do? Say no to the part. That is the question. I know it's also, I'm sitting in a place of privilege, thinking about it and reflecting back on it, having already gotten to do it. Yeah. You can only learn what you learn when you learn it. Uh, should I have known? Absolutely. But I know now and I won't make the same choice going forward. Hmm. So well, that's good to hear now. I mean, at least. Yeah. She's... I think she kind of sits in the same boat that we are where is it entirely her fault? Yes. And no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so there's so many back and forth questions, especially when you're sitting on the outside watching something. There's so much more that we don't get a part of. And really, at the end of the day, she could have been the absolute best person for the part, and there actually could be nobody else that could take that part from her. Yeah. Maybe. We haven't seen it. It's hard to judge right now. Mm. So we'll just have to yeah. see. Like, I'm conflicted because I agree they should not be casting someone who they really have to put a fat suit on and do all this stuff when they could just give a bigger person this opportunity. Mm-hmm. But again, I like, we... We don't know everything. Like, I want to give benefit of the doubt, but also I'm like, no, they should be doing this. But again, we never will know exactly any of it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting conversation to be had Mm -hmm. because it's, this is fantasy. This is all make-believe. So how much of it has to be real? But this is is also based off of a real person. So I think it's different if it's not based off of a real person. Where's the line? Yeah. And I think it will be ever-changing. I don't think there's like a solid answer. No. No. Because Viola Davis, um, I forget how much weight she gained for the film she did with Chadwick Boseman. Oh. um, Um, But I know uh, she got up to over 200 pounds for the role. Yeah. And lost it all. So in that case, should you have given the role to a bigger actress? But it's Viola Davis. You know she was going to kill that role and was probably yeah. perfect for it. Yeah. It's Ma Rainey, I think, is what yes. it's called. Yeah. Um, but so you're like, oh, what is the answer? Hmm. And also she did gain the weight not wearing a fat suit. That's another issue. Do you yeah. require them to gain weight? Which could also put an actor in danger to gain and lose weight rapidly. Yeah. It's like a very controversial and a strange conversation to have because there is no right answer. Yeah. Everybody has a different it's version of what a, they think will work. Yeah. But yeah. Well. And other casting <laughs> news. Uh, Kristen Stewart's defending her casting for Spencer, the film about Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. When I first heard it was Kristen Stewart, I was like, that is an interesting choice. I would have never thought Kristen Stewart, right? But then yeah. I see her and I was like, oh, <laughs> Okay. Like, okay, she ate. I was like, all right. Okay, queen. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. But like, yeah, I would never be like, man, Kristen Stewart should have been cast in this. Like, oh my God. No. You know? I, I know. am not a Kristen Stewart hater. No. I am I'm definitely not, a, not. I'm not a Kristen Stewart stan. I'm not a Kristen Stewart hater. I'm not a hater at all. Um, so we have a quote from Kristen Stewart. Mm-hmm. She said that the decision to again explore Diana's story, saying it is an imaginary piece of art, not invasion of her privacy or that her family's. There's a difference between intruding and multiplicity of that art brings to this world. Mm. So, yeah, it sounds like, again, well, this is like kind of ironic for today's episode, but like <laughs> the oversaturation of the Diana story mm-hmm. is a lot right now. Mm-hmm. It is everywhere in media and that could be for many reasons so it could you cross the line of this is somebody's mother ex-wife yeah sister daughter yeah um how what is real what is fake how what are we allowed to say yeah I mean I think it's coming up in media a lot 
because one, Prince Harry is being vocal about it, you know, Mm -hmm. as he should be if he wants to be, right? It's his own mother and he lived in that family and Mm -hmm. he was, I have my own theories about that family, but which I've heard a lot of people also agree with. And I think that he might agree with my Mm -hmm. theories. So if he wants to speak about this situation in a certain way, he he has every right to. Has every right to. It's his family, his mother. Whatever happened to her happened and he's allowed to tell the story the way that he wants to, right? Mm -hmm. But also, like, this is a whole new generation of people learning about this because they weren't alive Mm -hmm. when this happened, right? Like, it barely, I think it happened right before we were born or around that time. Yes. Um, So, obviously, we heard about it growing up because our parents watched it and everything. But there's, like, a new generation of young people learning about Princess Diana who had no idea who she was um, and learning what happened to her. So I think this is in result also from that Mm -hmm. and that widespread. But again, also the crown. So I don't think that there's any like, like to say that one is okay and the other is not is kind of hypocritical. Yeah. But I think this is also trying to tell more truth than the crown is. The crown has been very clear that they're like, we are fiction. Yeah. We are fiction. We take the news stories that we all know and we add our own stuff to it. Yeah. We are not based Which, in fact. I understand that they do that for drama, but I also think that's a little messed up when it comes to this kind of situation. It's, again, it's like the Gucci movie mm-hmm. where the family is upset and you're like, this is a news story. So yeah. it's hard because it belongs to you, but because it's a news story and affected more than just you, too. it belongs to other people as well. So where yeah. is the line? It's another one of those of the I feel like the line is ever changing Mm -hmm. the more that the family chooses to reveal or the more that the family chooses to say we are not comfortable with this yeah it changes it's also I mean this is gonna sound odd too but like I was thinking about it and like not to compare these two at all but like when you think about 9-11 and the movies that have been made about 9-11 they also fiction they write a lot of fiction and dramatize and create new characters and storylines within 9-11 so it's kind of the same thing as well, where I'm like, all right, well, we have to be open-minded, I guess, but also be compassionate about these situations. It's you know? hard because the weird thing is sometimes history is so insane that it doesn't feel like it happened. Yeah. And I say this also as the granddaughter of Holocaust survivors. Yeah. Because I've met people that say, like, they actually don't even recognize it happens until you actually meet a survivor of this. Yeah. You see the tattoos, you touch their skin, you're like... Oh my God, it's, it's so not outrageous. Book, but it seems so insane. And the story of Diana and everything that happened to her seems like it's almost like somebody had to write this. Yeah. Almost, which you'll find out about. But um, that the 9 11, like all of these traumatic historical events can sometimes feel so insane that they don't feel real. Yeah. And then that leads art to sometimes not know where the line is. Yeah. Because it's art. What, is, what belongs to us anymore? It's hard when it's a story like that. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Should uh, we? We got one final thing. Oh. Just it's a really short thing. We can literally just say it and be done. Uh, speaking of podcasts. <laughs> no, this isn't funny. Sorry. It's, it's not. That's not. Sorry. It's not funny. Um, Joe Rogan tested positive for COVID. Get well soon, Joe. Get well. Okay, I'm not sorry. laughing because that. I'm laughing. I don't wish. We went, I guess we could just say it. <laughs> just like be like oh uh, yeah uh moving on <laughs> yeah get well soon joe 
that's even if all you I really have to say. misinformation about a virus that is killing people, I still don't think you should yeah. suffer. I'm not going to wish ill. Be sick. I think. Yeah. Uh, he also used wishes. a non. I think it's non FDA approved medicine. It's a, like a deworming medicine. Pretty much that they have, it's like a parasitic Joe. medicine. Yeah. And he came out and said that he used it and he's like, it's my third day. I feel amazing. But he also then at the very end snuck in, like, I've been taking all these different medicines. I got an IV drip. I got a vitamin drip. All these Joe. things where I'm like, oh, okay. keto. Yes. Oh, so he's what, like a but very But the thing health- is, I'm like, okay. Uh-huh focus you are gonna just drop in at the very end of that mm-hmm. you're you're saying oh my god this medicine mm-hmm. worked it worked it worked oh my god i feel amazing and then drop in at the very end look i also was privileged enough to have someone come to my house to give me a vitamin yeah. drip and an iv drip and all of these that's things where how stories are manipulated yeah where i'm like that's how headlines are so written. don't go and take a parasite to cure covid because you heard that it worked for joe rogan okay because he obviously had a lot of Mm-hmm. teams coming to his house to help him and like if he can great I hope he felt better but again mm-hmm. he had the privilege in order to get these to yeah. him and to use these and also to be clear we like stay out of politics and political discussions specifically On I feel this. like because we're pop culture it's fun yeah I don't want to bring in like that serious you can go to the news and you can find the serious yeah. political news there. And if you'd we like want to talk to about like us, escapism. Yeah. If you'd like to talk to that stuff about it or uh, talk to us about that stuff, I'd be glad yeah. to talk to you about it. Just so, not here. But yeah, with this Joe Rogan situation, I don't want to like tell people what they should think. Yeah. I mean, I, if I was not doing this, I would, but on this, I'm not going to do that. Just wanted to clarify. I just wanted to say, like, this is more about, like, somebody in a place of privilege manipulating a situation. Yeah. That is the story. Yeah. Not whether or not you believe certain things about this uh, virus that is real and that uh, you should learn more about. Yeah. Period. Done. Yeah. So anyway, done with All that right, moving now. On. <laughs> uh, moving on to today's episode, we have a case for you guys. Kind mm-hmm. of a case. Kind of just a story this of is pop one, culture. I know people also were telling me they were very interested about. Yeah. And I am very interested about. I don't know anything about this, so. I know way too much. <laughs> so we've already kind of touched on it, but this is the story of Diana and Charles. Princess Diana. All right. Pe- oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Again, we already touched on this where the, it's hard to discuss this outside of the reality that this is somebody's mother this is somebody's father these are real people yeah there are real consequences so with that being said like this is a warning about that this is our context and prelude going into it Mm -hmm. this is a real story these are real people real family members Mm -hmm. um also i i'm putting this out there i will not involve the british government i will not (laughs) say and you can come up with your own thoughts about the royal establishment and the government on your own. That is not for me. Michelle Tellis did not say that stuff. If you'd like to talk to us about it off of the podcast. Privately. We can have absolutely. Those here We, we are not, not messing with that. anything. Here I am giving you facts. I'm mm-hmm. giving you timelines. Mm-hmm. I will touch on theories and conspiracies. Yeah. But I will also touch on there's a dog in the studio making that sound. (laughs) He just woke up. He's like, I want to hear the story too. Anyway, Diana, we'll touch on conspiracies. We'll touch on facts, but that is your prelude. A little bit of context though. When you think about the Royal family, you have to understand that at this time, Mm -hmm. when the Queen Elizabeth came into power, she was the first 
royal whose crowning was on television. Mm. Like this is the first generation yeah, of sense. this family to have to deal with media, television, and really a lot more of public opinion than other royals have had to deal with. Yeah. So it's, they're as well still finding their footing in this world as you can figure out how complicated social media is. Imagine the beginning of media. Yeah. Yeah. And as the royal family. God. Imagine. Okay. Well, okay. I'm going to start all the way back in 1970. Okay. So in 1970, Charles and Camilla Parker Bowles briefly dated. Parker Bowles, by the way, is her married name. I couldn't find her um, maiden name, Mm. but we'll get into that. Uh, briefly dated and ended things before Charles joined the Royal Navy in 1971. He, when he returned in 1973, Camilla was already married to a British oh. officer. That's like so. With the romantic fling, by the time he gets back, it's too late. Damn. So Damn. In, <laughs> in 1975, Diana inherited the name Lady after her grandfather passed away, and her father inherited the title of Earl of Spencer and the Althrope Estate. So this is because hmm. a lot of people have this common notion that Diana was a commoner. Yeah, I she always... She wasn't. Yeah. She was born into nobility. She was always surrounded by nobility. Yeah. She just wasn't as high into the royal family as the media would have captured Like, her they be. always made everyone think that she was, like, Kate working as a waitress kind of Kate, thing. Kate's also in the royal family. She's about where uh, Diana was. Was she really? Yeah. Again, Well, I guess not I in the family because that would be kind of nasty. But, like, she is connected to nobility. They're not commoners. Megan would be considered more of a commoner than um, Kate was. See, because I remember being young and like when she first got married to William, Mm -hmm. they like were like, oh, she was 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 a waitress Mm -hmm. and he met her and like da 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 da. Also, think about um, the, well, you're about to hear about the mania of Charles and Diana and William recreating that. Yeah. As he will be, he's the closest to the throne. Mm -hmm. They're going to give him the best publicity. Yeah. And that's not, that's just fact. Yeah. But moving on, 1977, Diana first meets Prince Charles. At the time, he was dating her sister, Sarah. Ew. Also, at this time, Diana was 16. Charles oh, yeah. was almost 30. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know that fact. on a rough I've heard that before. Note. That's, yeah. It's already Mm-mm. a little treacherous. I don't like that. In 1980, during a summer weekend, uh, Charles first noticed Diana. Now she's 19. Okay. So now, at the minimum, she's an adult. 19 and over 30. 32. Oh. Uh, Later this year, 1980, he would take her sailing on royal yachts and invite her to retreats to meet... Retreats? Not tweets. (laughs) Retreats to meet his family. In January of 1981, Prince Philip, his dad, wrote a letter to him saying either propose or end it. Oh. Wait, so when did he break up with his sister? They broke up between 1977 and 1980. Okay. Uh, they didn't date for very long. Oh, okay. It was more of a fling like than a fling. anything else. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Charles went, I guess that means I got to propose now. Uh, so he does. Uh, prior to proposing, Diana said that Charles and her had only been on 12 dates. 12? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. No. And she's what, 19? Mm-mm. Yes. No, no. Uh, February 24th, 1981, they officially go public with their relationship and their engagement. At this, I don't know if you've seen the pictures of this with Diana in her blue dress, Charles in his suit. Mm-hmm. At this announcement interview, asked the couple if they were in love. Diana says, of course, she blushes. She's cute, whatever. <laughs> Charles nope. says, whatever love means. No. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. The audacity. Oh, you're like, oh, okay. Rough. The audacity of this man. Yeah. 
my I would also like to say Charles in this beginning of media mm. I don't Charles already doesn't look that great he's a man born in privilege he's a little spoiled he kind of gets everything he wants he doesn't work he like goes and parties yeah so he already doesn't look great so it's not like the media's already fawning over him Mm -hmm. so this engagement is another push of like we should like him yeah and that's not in a negative way that's just like what happens look he got a girl to fall for him he's settling down um at the time diana was living in an apartment with like four other friends they were like teachers nurses she was sharing the flat queen on the night she moved out the protective officer escorting her said this I just want you to know that this is your last night of freedom ever in the rest of your life. So make the most of it. <laughs> um, Ew. Yeah. I feel like I kind of... That okay. makes sense, though. The just, second you move out, you are not the same girl that you are living in that flat. No. But, like, it, it does make sense because then from there on, you are always associated with that family. It's over. But um, I saw, like, a couple little tiny tidbits of The Crown... Mm-hmm. with my Mimi she was watching it um hey, and it was this season hey Mimi <laughs> um <laughs> and I did see her and the girls going out and like mm-hmm. all that so she was 19 can you imagine 19 I'm 23 19 getting engaged to a 32 year old who's no, a I, royal no <laughs> like no oh, who dated your sister God. no um Mm-mm. so moving on Charles allegedly had reservations about the engagement because he still had feelings for Camilla <sighs> So, again, this whole thing is just... Um, March 9th, 1981, Diana's criticized for wearing a plunging black gown. I don't know if you've seen the picture of this gown. It is not plunging. Mm. This is, like, a quote, but it is, like, a sweetheart net line. It's, like, a 50s kind of style that goes out. Again. Um, At her first major post-engagement outing, she's criticized because the dress is inappropriate, and the media says that she still had puppy fat. That's important because Diana cited this as the incident that further inflamed her resurgent eating disorder. What the fuck? So Diana not only suffered from an eating disorder, she suffered bulimia, depression, a variety of mental health issues as well as physical health issues. God. But she already had this eating disorder prior to the family. Yeah. Now facing the media, she cites this as a quote that really set it off. God. Um, her body and her outfits were co- uh, constantly criticized. In fact, she's taller than Charles. She was told not to wear heels, and on her wedding, she wore flats. Aw, that's some bullshit. Yeah. So if you're looking at pictures of her, you can actually notice the change in her based on her footwear. Because remember, God. at one point, she's not allowed to do things. Yeah. Later in her life, things change. That's let's, just a little tidbit. If you're looking at photos, again, pay let's slut shame and body shame the woman of the family now. Like <laughs> the woman of the family. Like Jesus. Uh, March 1981, Charles actually left Diana right after proposing, right Ooh. after the engagement. He left her to go on a tour of Australia and oh. New Zealand for five weeks. I think it meant like he left. Like he's like, oh, no, I'm he's leaving. Like, you. I'm out. <laughs> uh, no, he left her alone. Basically, this was right after she moved into the castle, mm-hmm. um, left her there. Yeah. And she cannot leave. So she's essentially locked inside the palace, mm-hmm. going on her etiquette training and princess training. Stuff that I'm like, princess diaries, ooh. Oh, what? <laughs> she's left in there. Um, there was witnesses say that they saw her crying when he left. Aww. And they say that this isn't because she was sad he was leaving. This cry was because he took a phone call from Camilla before leaving. And she <laughs> says the phone call broke her heart. Mm. so Mm. the wedding hasn't even happened yet (sighs) 
Um, according to Andrew Morton, who wrote a biography of it, the Monday before the wedding, Diana found a bracelet engraved for Camilla, almost causing her to call off the entire wedding. Uh-huh. I told you about this because I saw it. And I was like, yeah, Maddie, you not believe what I just found yeah. out. Um, that? Mm-hmm. Which, that's um, fucked. at least in The Crown, I don't have quotes here, but I'm just like the dramatization of it. They try to argue that Charles is like, oh, she's my best friend. Like, I'm just giving her a gift. No, no. Not like the craziest thing to happen. But also when it's near your wedding. Also, this poor girl's like 19. Yeah. Give her a she's break. She's 19. What do you want her to think and feel? Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Charles also had thoughts of calling off the wedding. He was worried about a media frenzy over Diana. You're going to learn pretty quickly that Charles... Um... I wouldn't use the word insecure, but definitely wanted at this time the attention of the media, mm. which again doesn't seem weird. He needs to get the sympathetic vote from the media. Yeah. They're still learning these waters and the royals don't look that great. Yeah. Coming off of the 70s. Yeah. So they're like, uh oh, we have to start working to the people's benefit and the people's love. Mm-hmm. January 29th, 1981, less than a month after Diana turned 20. They wed at St. Paul's Cathedral. Some things to notice about this wedding. Diana skipped the word obey in her vows. And the kiss was, the first kiss was delayed until returning back to Buckingham Palace. That, however, was unplanned. I don't really know how Hmm. they finished the wedding without kissing. Yeah. But the first kiss was not at the wedding. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, Diana did say that on this day she was so in love with her husband she couldn't take her eyes off of him. However, she said that wore off during the honeymoon when Diana discovered cufflinks Charles wore to the wedding that were a gift from Camilla. Oh, come on. Look, again, if they were best friends, really not the weirdest. Yeah. Like, not unheard of. But are they besties? Um, I am not taking part in that conversation yet. Yeah, because if they were besties, different story. I don't think that they're besties. I don't think they're besties. I don't think they are. Uh, November 5th, they announced that Diana is pregnant with her first child. Wait, wait, and when was the wedding? J- uh, July 29th. Oh, okay. I got enough time. They did go yeah. on the honeymoon for a long time. It was yeah, I was going to say, honeymoon. I don't remember, or I don't know why I thought it was like September was the wedding. I was like, God <laughs> damn. Um, January of 1982, uh-huh. Diana falls down a staircase um, at the end of her first trimester. Oh, shit. She admits this was a deliberate cry for attention from Charles. <laughs> oh, no, help. Oh, oh please. Um. <laughs> In June 21st, 1982, Prince William is born. Diana suffers postpartum depression after this birth. Huh. Again. I didn't know that. Like, think of Diana in this situation. She, one, is experiencing an eating disorder, bulimia, now postpartum depression. The royal family and the press and the royal establishment, I can't picture wanting to deal with that. No. Like, she's 20. They're like, suck it up. Yeah, they're like, we can't risk having this bad image of this woman at the time in 1980s yeah. is insane. Yeah. I guess not insane, but like but dramatic. Yeah, over they like, would be like, we really? can't deal with this. Really? You're going to act like that? Uh, March 1983, uh, Diana and Charles embark, and William, they bring William along, is embark on a royal tour, tour of New Zealand, Australia. The fact that they bring William is actually important because normally they would not bring their child, but mm-hmm. Diana was insistent that they brought the child with them. She did not want to miss out on motherhood. She, it was a huge deal to her. I wouldn't, I don't know for fact. I would assume that Charles was kind of eh about it. Like he's like, really? We have he's to take like, care I of this guess, baby? I guess okay. if that's what we're doing. Um, it was a known fact that the queen mother was worried about Diana 
going on this tour again we're dealing with like um she's depressed she has a lot of other issues we really can't look bad yeah because at the time there was a wave of republicanism going through australia and new zealand kind of like we don't want to be a part of england anymore we're gonna vote away from the queen and the queen mother's like if you guys fuck this up we're screwed (laughs) she's like we're fucked um so also at this time, the tabloids had finally got news about Diana's mental health struggles. Mm. Uh, today, 2021 is a different than yeah. 1983. This is not a good look for them yeah. to have somebody that's struggling with mental health. Yeah. It is not. In the royal family. Yeah. Not just like any family. They, the royal family. The tabloids labeled the marriage and Diana as unpredictable and unstable. Ooh. Not a good look. They just got married. They just had a kid. Not a good look for them. At the beginning of the tour, Diana was fatigued. She was looking out of it. If you watch The Crown, there's a scene of her being like, I can't, Charles. I can't go up the hill. I'm too hot. I can't do it. Um, witnesses say that's not exactly true. They're saying the clothes that she had to wear probably made her feel uncomfortable and look tired more mm. than anything else. She also hmm. did just, like, give birth. Yeah. She so, is a new mother. So, I mean, give her a break. However, after this, Diana performed remarkably. She charmed the entire country they were romantic. They danced together throughout the trip. Diana quickly grew popular than her husband. You better work, People bitch. fell in love with her. They loved that she wasn't you a royal. Work. She, they loved that she didn't behave like a royal. They mm-hmm. ate her up. It was reported that the people of Australia loved Diana so much after her visit that they pushed back republicanism 10 years. Oh, shit. Oh, the impact. You better work, Diana. Um, September 1983, Diana suffers a miscarriage while on vacation. Oh. Yes. I'm so sorry, Diana. <laughs> a year later, Diana gives birth to their second son, Harry. Woo! Charles, however, Go wanted Diana. a girl. What did he say? Ta- Charles, however, wanted a girl. Oh. He complained. He what? even said, it's a boy. She- he's even got red hair. Um, Diana said that something that day closed off, killing whatever love she had left for him and oh. cementing in her belief that Charles had gone back to Camilla. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Let's really fast. Royals, don't they want boys? Because then well, they, they have, have more... a first air boy. Yeah, but like just that's in all case. that matters. I thought that the they always is... wanted one as like a backup. No, because you can. The queen didn't have a brother. That's true. Yeah, there was, she had a sister. Hmm. Uh, Maggie, this is not the medieval times. Okay, sorry, I watch Game of Thrones now. <laughs> like they did already have a first son, so if they're like thinking in that very, very traditional way, they already have their first heir. Yeah, Harry would be steps behind. Yeah, William anyway. Yeah. Um. So they're like, we're fine, we're good, hmm. because it would be William's children prior to it ever getting to Harry. Mm. That's fucked. Mm-hmm. That's fucked. So, like, up. The second child is not. Even if they're, like, very concerned having a king, the second child is not as big of a deal mm. in its gender. But it, it doesn't really matter. It could be a girl. It's, yeah. They're, it's just, I don't know, hmm. whatever. Eh. Anyway, Charles bought a girl. He didn't get it. Uh, December of 1985, Charles and Diana attended a gala performance at the Royal Opera House. Very important. Mm-hmm. Iconic moment. Midway through the show, Diana quietly slipped away from Charles and got on stage to perform with a dancer, Wayne Sleep. <gasps> you better work! She performed to the song Uptown Girl by Billy Joel. Oh, come which on. She chose. Yes! Taste. This supposedly was meant as a gift for Charles. The people in the audience went nuts. They ate it up. Can you guess who hated it? I'm guessing his name starts with a C. Chuck E. Cheese? And rhymes with 
Carl's. <laughs> Not God. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, Charles hated it. I think about in Charles' shoes as well. She's more popular than him. People like her more. Yeah. He's sitting uh, there's in a, a stuffy reason. box, and now you have fun Diana going out and dancing for the masses. He's like, what the fuck? And she's got good, cha- good, chase. good, t- good taste. She likes Billy Joel. So Come Charles on. is pissed. Witnesses say he was visibly upset. He's, or people say that he was upset that Diana seems to make things about herself. Oh. Um, some say that he was upset that it was a, la- a lasp sorry, in royal etiquette, which it was. I mean, technically, yeah, but... So, um, I'm not saying I agree with him. I'm saying I can see where he's coming from in this instance. Yeah. Was it iconic? Yes. I still like that. <laughs> I if I were there... still live for it. Forget about it. I'd be screaming. <laughs> um, December of 1986, Charles had reportedly re- officially rekindled his romance with Camilla. In April of 1987, the peak of, hom- of homophobia and also the fear of AIDS, Diana goes out and shakes hands with a man suffering from the disease without gloves on mm-hmm. at London's Middle Essex Hospital. And this was described as... Judal- oh, my God, what's happened to my tongue? <laughs> as journalist Judy Wade... Uh, put the most important thing a royal has done in 200 years period again this is really important diana does not behave like royals do Mm -mm. she doesn't wear gloves when talking to the sick yeah also i didn't put this in here but fun fact she also wore long necklaces when she went around children so they had something to play with when she held them a royal normally wouldn't be holding a child that isn't their own yeah so she's doing things this dog is really interested in the story if you can hear him but uh, she's doing things that are not a part of royal etiquette yeah people in the royal establishment not the royal family would be pissed about this yeah the royal establishment and the royal family are different yeah there's the family then there is an establishment that are like basically running it yeah they're in charge of the rules and maintaining them uh moving forward that's oh, 1989 during a 40th birthday for camilla's sister dana dismisses her husband and confronts camilla oh this is from the biography with andrew morton he writes that diana went up to camilla and said i would just like you to know that i know exactly what's going on um camilla then says you've got everything you've ever wanted all the men in the world fall in love with you and you've got two beautiful children what more do you want diana says i want my husband yeah period and then she says, yeah period (laughs) and then she says i'm sorry that i'm the way and it must be hell for the both of you but i don't know what's going on don't treat me like an idiot wait diana said that Mm -hmm. oh i thought you said camilla and i was like oh no camilla better get the fuck out of here what do you want you literally have everything diana's like my husband sorry i'm in the way of both of you two like fucking now listen if you weren't a royal i want a smackdown royal smackdown who's putting their bets on diana who's putting their bets on camilla like this i would love a at smackdown. camilla's sister's birthday yeah you better work diana at my birthday and dinner. you did it at my birthday dinner come on um i love it <laughs> That's what I live for. So June 1991, mm-hmm. William gets hurt at school. Oh, no. Reportedly, he gets <laughs> hit in the head with a golf club oh, cracking shit. his skull. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's because oh. you're like, yeah. like, he got hurt at school. I went, oh. Oh, he got hurt. Oh. <laughs> he walked with a golf club. Uh, yeah, he needed surgery. Oh, his skull God. was cracked open. <gasps> oh, my God. Uh, Diana got to the hospital about the same time the ambulance did mm-hmm. 
Charles showed up late. As always. Uh, Diana stayed by his bed for two days, keeping a vigil. Um, never left. Charles, however, left uh, pretty soon after getting there. <laughs> Reportedly, he left for the opera because he had engagements that night. He left before even knowing if William was going to be okay. Yeah, sorry, little man. I got a show to run to. He's like, uh, I got to go to the opera. still on. I got to go. He's like, all right. Um, so uh, imagine public perception at this point. You're not we looking already, great. People already are not on Team Charles. And this is like known that he's cheating on Diana publicly it's or like, just like It is within. not official news, but it's like pretty it's heavily rumored yeah. that things are going on. I believe at this point, Charles and Diana don't officially live together anymore. Oh. I could be wrong on that That's fact, a big deal. But I do know that they, Charles did not want to live, um, each royal like has a palace that they're supposed to be living in and he mm-hmm. didn't want to live there. So is Diana living there? I believe so. Oh, okay. This is a fact I'm not sure on. Oh. But it's like pretty heavily rumored mm. that they're both having affairs. Mm. They're both kind of, you know, doing whatever it's going to take to make this marriage uh, A decent. marriage. But moving on, uh, August 20th, 1991, Diana cuts her annual royal family summer holiday short and she oh. goes back to London to be at the bedside of a friend who is dying of AIDS. Oh. Just again showing you. Yeah. Diana's actions are not the same as a royal. Yeah. And what she did for AIDS awareness and breaking down these toxic ideas about people suffering with this disease. Yeah. You can't even measure what a difference she made. Yeah. I, just even touching somebody with your hand. People thought like if you're in the same room you as them, were gonna you die. were going to die. Yeah. So, like, she was not even afraid to touch somebody. Yeah. Huge deal. Um, not sure when this was in 1992, mm-hmm. but it happened in 1992. Charles and Diana went on a tour of India mm-hmm. where he promised to take her to the Taj Mahal. Okay. Then he made it pretty clear he wasn't going to do that. Uh-uh. So Diana said, I'm going to go up anyway. I was going to say. Went by herself. You was better work. photographed. By herself. Like, no security or anything? Well, yeah, it was security. Oh, okay. I was but like, like, Diana. made it very clear she was there alone. Let photographers take tons of pictures of her sitting there alone. She said that it was a healing experience. And when asked why, she said, you can figure that out for yourself. Oh, you better work. <laughs> Come um, on. And this is one of those moments that, again, the public was like, yeah, we're Team Diana. <laughs> yeah. You, did, you left this poor woman here alone. Yeah. Come on now. Left her by herself in India. Come on. And that's all she wanted to do was go to the Taj Mahal. She had one thing. And he went, no. He said, no, I don't want to. No. Um, in August Sorry, of 1992, uh, Britain's Sun newspaper revealed the squidgy tapes that allegedly, allegedly revealed Diana's affairs with James Gilby, who mm. referred to her as the pet name Squidgely <laughs> um, dozens fuck? of times in these tapes. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, some might theorize that these tapes got leaked as a way to give Charles a little bit more sympathy. Yeah. Um, because if you find out Diana's cheating, that's really messed oh, up. Well, that's, Diana, you're not looking too good. Come on. Uh, December 1992, the prime minister officially informs the parliament of the official separation of Diana and Charles. Mm. In January of 1993, the Camilla Gate tapes resurfaced. Ooh. Um, audio recordings of Charles and Camilla where you can't make this up Charles said that he wished to be her tampon (laughs) you cannot 
make that up. <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding me. It is on tape. <laughs> I can't be real. Uh, there's nothing to say. That's oh it. Oh, my God. How romantic. Who? Who? Who says this? Charles. But no, I know. But who the hell? Um, Prince Charles did, yeah. Who in their right mind? I want to be your tampon. Uh, like also my you, he's like roughly 40 throw it away camilla's also older than him not by very many years but like in case you're wondering like age differences diana is in her 20s yeah uh, she's about 30 maybe at this point mm-hmm. um they're in their 40s Ugh. so i will never be over just like the tampon there's a difference there do you want to be super no, like a plus no, tampon. We're, we're good. We're good. Look kind, Charles. We're good. Um, but the, okay, the fact that these tapes also were released a little bit debunks the theory that the royal establishment leaked the tapes of Diana. Because mm. why would they all, like these tapes be able to get out as well? Yeah. So it debunks that theory. June nineteen ninety four, the revenge dress. The, the infamous dress. revenge dress. So Diana made an appearance at a party hosted by Vanity Fair. Mm-hmm. This party was full of people that hated the monarchy. Mm. Full of them. Period. She wore the infamous revenge dress and high heels. Yep. Um, she had actually bought this dress three years earlier and was told she was not allowed to wear it because it was too risque. Oh. But she's a divorced woman now. She's a single woman. Also, the choker she wore, mm-hmm. a gift from the queen mother. <gasps> Period. Period. Wait, did we ever find out if the queen was a fan of Diana? Did she like her? Uh, the queen never, like, I think her problems was she was worried that Diana would screw up. Because she was not a royal. She did not yeah. behave like royals. I don't think she had issues like she did not like, like her, her. Yeah. But she was like, you're not like us. Yeah. So issues. But we find out a little bit more about the Queen Mother's opinions oh, of okay. people later on. Okay. But she never like had an outright issue with her. Okay. It wasn't like I dislike this person. Okay. If you watched uh, Harry and Meghan's Oprah interview, mm-hmm. they also say that the Queen does not have issues with like Meghan or anybody. Like she was always very friendly and yeah. very nice. Yeah. So as far as we know, there wasn't like a real problem. There yeah. might have been like an annoyance. Yeah. But the Queen does different things than the family members do. Because the family members, their whole point is for the Queen. Mm-hmm. Like everything they do is for her. Mm. So she's like, it's all about me. I really it's don't about care. me. But back to the revenge dress. What made the dress revengeful? The same night that she went out being photographed in this dress was the same night that Prince Charles' tell-all interview premiered oh. on the BBC. This was an attempt to make Charles look sympathetic after the divorce. So not only did she steal the spotlight, because do you remember that interview aired that night? <laughs> no. no. Um, <laughs> Not only did that happen, I the interview backfired because in the interview, he admits to cheating on Diana with Camilla. Woo! So while he has to admit his um, infidelities on TV, mm-hmm. his ex is out there in a skin trite, off-the-shoulder black dress wearing a necklace from his mother and heels taller than him. Perfection. You better work. Gorgeous. Stunning. That's amazing. It is one of the most famous dress- dresses in history. Yeah, of all time. In January of 1995, Camilla officially announces her divorce. Oh. In November 20th, 1995, the BBC airs the bombshell interview with Diana that took place in Kensington Palace, where she reveals her struggles with depression, bulimia, self-harm, and admits to her own cheating. Mm-hmm. Uh, but her most famous quote in regards to the love triangle between her, Charles, and Camilla, she says, well, there were three of us in the marriage, so it was a bit crowded. Oh, 
<laughs> oh my god uh, the interview, like, if you ever listen to it, it's a very interesting and important interview. It's on YouTube. It's, like, 30 minutes, I think. Maybe oh. a little bit longer. It's not, like, super long. Yeah. But um, that's a good interview. Mm. It's good. Um, August of 1996, the divorce is finally finalized. Dana won $22.5 million in cash, as Damn. well as $600,000 a year to maintain her private lifestyle. Damn. This is also 1996. Yeah, so imagine now. Um, she agreed to give up all future claim to be queen, mm-hmm. and she is stripped of her royal highness title, mm-hmm. um, and then henceforth is known as Diana, Princess of Wales. Some people thought this was really petty. Mm-hmm. Also, the public loves her. So yeah. they're like, we want her yeah. to stay. But no, the establishment was like, we're done with you. I mean, and think about it now. She's still known as Princess Diana. Yes. So Well, she's always going to be known as Princess Diana, yeah. but she's no longer your royal highness, Princess Diana. Yeah. Did y'all hear that crack? Oh, that was me. I cracked my foot. I thought that was my dog. (laughs) Hi, baby. (laughs) He just woke up, like, a little confused. Anyways. Um, So this divorce is also a point of concern for Charles, because many speculated if a king can be divorced or remarried. Yeah. That's a big um, deal, right? As king, you would also be king of the Church of England, Mm -hmm. the secular head. Um, And at the strictest times in this church, a king would only be allowed one marriage in his lifetime. Oh. Well, Camilla, also remember, sorry, Camilla is also divorced. Yeah. And if you know anything about the royal family prior the to Elizabeth Pemdas? taking power, her uncle, who was king prior to her mm-hmm. or prior to her father, had to step down from being king because he wanted to marry a divorced woman. Interesting. And he did. And he moved to America. You better work. Yeah. And then her father had <laughs> to I apologize charge. for how many times I've said no, that. No, but her father had to uh, step into the royal king, which is the only reason that Di- or Elizabeth is now queen. Wow. Because that, again, think of the family secession. It should have been yeah. his children from that marriage, but he couldn't marry a divorcee. Mm. So now Camilla and Charles are both divorced. PEMDAS? So Canceled? again, this is just a point of concern for Charles as well as the public. Mm-hmm. In January of 1997, uh, Diana continues to push the envelope with her charity work. This is different than what other royals do. Mm-hmm. She... Um, goes and walks across a field of landmines to bring awareness. Royals stay out of politics. That is a huge rule. Diana did not. People think that um, when she went to to Angolia, Mm -hmm. Angolia, I apologize if I said it wrong. Um, When she's doing this, she was dealing with global politics and now crossed the line. But Diana's also not a royal now. Yeah. So she can say whatever the hell she wants. But she is still a public figure. Yeah. So they're like, what is going on? Um, shortly after, Charles and Camilla hosted a 50th birthday for Camilla at his home. Mm-hmm. It's August 30th, 1997. This is now a year after the divorce. Charles is dating Dodi Fayed. He is... Um, so he's not dating Camilla? Oh, I'm so sorry. Not Charles. Diana's dating Yeah, Betty I was Fyad. like, what? My bad. Camilla and Charles hosted a 50th birthday for Camilla at his home. Mm-hmm. Like, within a month, I think, was August 30th. Um, they went to Paris. They were at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel for dinner. Damn. And they left the hotel. They were chased by photographers. Mm-hmm. This is the night that the car crash happens. Mm. But there's some things to remember. Diana was the only person in the car not wearing a seatbelt. 
However, she wasn't wearing a seatbelt because she could duck from photographers without yeah. it on. So she's hiding from photographers. The driver, Henry Paul, raced through Point de la Ama. I don't know if I said that right. Mm-hmm. My bad. Um, an attempt to cut them short and outrun them. Shortly after midnight, he crashed his car into a uh, cement pylon, mm. killing himself, Fayed, instantly. Diana and her bodyguard were still alive at the scene mm-hmm. and taken to the hospital. August 31st, 1997, Diana succumbs to her Injuries and is pronounced dead at 4 a.m. at the age of 36. Wow. Uh, she's buried September 6th at her family's estate in Althrop, and the funeral service is held at the Westminster Abbey. Mm-hmm. 1998, Charles uh, continues to legitimize his relationship with Camilla. He holds tabloids. We're going to get back to the night of the crash, mm-hmm. but I'm going to finish out the timeline. Okay. Um, he told tabloids that she had already met Will and will soon meet. In my notes, I wrote Will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's William. William. <laughs> but in my notes, I wrote Will. Um, she's soon going to meet Harry. The queen, however, did not approve of this relationship. Ooh! She refused to go to Charles' 50th birthday because Camilla was going to be there. And this would become a regular thing that she was refusing to go things knowing that Camilla was going to be there. Period. Um, until the year 2000, so this is now three years past uh, mm-hmm. the crash, um, she finally agreed to attend the King of Greece's birthday, knowing Camilla was going to be there. But apparently they didn't, like, talk or anything. She was mm-hmm. like, fine, I'll go. Fine. So this was, like, a sign that she was finally starting to accept the relationship. Mm. Um, the couple finally got married in 2005, somewhat recently, wow. because a rule was finally changed allowing them to marry. Uh, the queen, however, does not attend the wedding, but she goes oh. to the reception. Oh, period. <laughs> She's like, I will not be there for sure. this. I will but be if there. there's cake, but I will, will party. I will party. Uh, Camilla is now known as Her Royal Highness, the Duchess of Cornwall. Cornwall? Because she can't be the Princess of Wales. Yeah. There is a Princess of Wales. She has to be the Duchess of Cornwall. 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 So that is just the timeline mm-hmm. of everything that happened. Some other things to note, going back to the crash, Mm -hmm. Diana did not die on the scene. Some people think that's true. She didn't. She died at the hospital. It was also said she was conscious after the accident. Mm. A lot of theorists would say that Diana could have lived if they had taken her to the hospital right away. Um, But the EMT who actually worked on her came out and said that our training as French EMTs is to do everything possible at the scene we can before having to take them to the hospital. Mm. So that's what they did. So they're following protocol. It's not, they don't know whether or not that's going to make a difference. That's so sad. Um, Other things, they also claim that the EMTs were paid off, quote unquote, to skip the first hospital on the road and go Mm -hmm. to the second one. And that if they had taken the first one, she would have made it. Mm -hmm. And they said, no, the first hospital wasn't equipped to handle her energies or injuries. So we had to go to the second hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, other things with the at the scene of the crash, Diana was heard saying, oh, my God. She was also heard saying, leave me alone, as photographers were pushed away by police after the Jesus accident. Jesus Christ. I've heard other things that she said that night, but these are also, like, hearsay. Mm-hmm. There's only so many people at the scene that can really tell you yeah. what's going on. Um, some other interesting notes. They also said Diana... Um, could have lived from her injuries. She ultimately passed due to cardiac arrest. The doctor that operated on her said, yeah, she probably could have lived from her other injuries. However, a fragment of metal or glass cut in her lungs or one of her arteries. 
it was such a rare cut and rare injury that he's never seen this happen again. And that small cut was actually the ultimate cause of her death. Jeez. So it's like so out of the ordinary. It's so out of the ordinary that, yeah, it makes sense that people come with these like theories. Yeah. And like she could have lived. They could have done all this. But as you can see, like the EMTs are like, with that, we did what we were supposed to do. Yeah. There's nothing more we could have done. The doctor said, there's nothing more I could have done. This is something that I've never seen before and will never see again. Yeah. And I can only do so much. Mm-hmm. So I don't entirely believe those theories yeah. based on these facts. Yeah. Um, some other theories. The driver was also found to have three times the legal limit of alcohol in his system at the time of the crash. Wow. Really? Which can um, add to reckless driving, speeding. Wait, her driver or the photographer? The that was... driver oh. of her car that yeah. crashed was apparently three times the legal limit. Mm. However, witnesses at the scene when they were leaving the hotel said he was acting sober and he wasn't a big drinker to begin with. Hmm. Um, they also said that the driver randomly had a large sum of money added to his account prior to the accident, which is oh. more money than a driver would be making. Yeah. I have no explanation for that. I do have an explanation for the alcohol uh, level. He's a big guy. He wasn't yeah. like a skinny guy. It would not be weird for him to be able to maintain that level and of alcohol and not it. show it. Yeah. And also, like, I don't know if you guys have been drunk, but <laughs> sometimes you could be like, I'm crazy. And then when they're like, it's time to go, you're like, I'm okay. I'm, I can handle it for the five seconds I'm walking out the door. Yeah. So not the craziest possible yeah. theory. But still interesting. Mm-hmm. Other theories. It's rumored that uh, Dodie Fayed was planning to propose to Diana that night. Aww. Um, Apparently, he had bought a ring. He had had a ring with him. But many That's think so that sad. the crash was planned because the royal establishment could not risk Diana marrying a Muslim man. Yeah. That's that's the theory that I've always heard. Some also thought Diana was pregnant with his child at the time. <laughs> Blood tests have proven that she is not pregnant. Oh, okay. I was thinking the other day... That doesn't mean she couldn't have thought she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And she could have found out later that she wasn't. Yeah. But that wouldn't be crazy for her to be like, I think I could be pregnant and tell a friend and this rumor gets passed around. Yeah. Um, this rumor is not the craziest. It doesn't mis- necessarily mean the royal establishment had anything to do with it. Yeah. But it's not like the craziest. So they, their theory isn't that the crash is to cover up a proposal or a pregnancy. Yeah. Also, she would be pregnant without being married. Yeah. Which is like... For the royal family, that's so. Oh my uh, god. Uh oh. Uh oh. See, yeah, I've always heard royal family planned it. <laughs> theory as a theory, right? Yeah. Not like it's confirmed, but that's what I was always told mm-hmm. growing up. Was like, there's no way that it wasn't. Them. See, that's what you would think. There's no way because you're like, oh, it must be the queen mother. But then, like according to facts, the queen didn't really like Camilla. So why well, would she like? It could be the royal family without being her. From, I mean, yes, I'm going to say. It could be Charles. I don't think Charles has that in him. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, again, we're speaking as if this is like a character and Mm -hmm. not a person. Yeah. But to keep going, there's also thought that Charles would not be allowed to remarry if Diana was still alive. Mm. Um, Diana wrote in a letter to her butler prior to her death this. I'm sitting here at my desk today in October, longing for someone to hug me and encourage me to keep me strong and hold my head high. This particular phase of my life is the most dangerous. Um, It's been blacked out now, or um, what's it called? Redacted Redacted. now, but quote unquote, someone redacted is planning an accident in my car. 
brake failure, serious head injury, in order to make the path clear for him to marry. She also writes that Camilla is just a decoy and that he's going to marry a woman named Tiggy. So the accuracy of her theory. Yeah. It wasn't a brake failure. Yeah. He didn't marry a woman named Tiggy. Yeah. There wasn't head injury. No. It wasn't a car accident. Yeah. And it possibly cleared a path for him to marry. But the butler even said that the media read too much in this letter and this was just Diana or Diana expressing her anxieties at the time. But still a little weird that she was able to she, predict her death by car accident. Yeah. That's terrifying. Um, some people also theorize that Dodie's uh, bodyguard, who was the sole survivor of the car crash, mm-hmm. was paid off and yeah. knew about a plot against Diana and Dodie. This would also mean this is like his bodyguard, not somebody connected to the royal family. Mm-hmm. Or royal establishment, I should say. Is it necessarily impossible for there to be a connection? No. But it seems less likely that it'd be connected to the royal establishment, more so to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, where I lost my note. Oh, here it is. Uh, people claim that he knew about the crash, did nothing. He denies this and he's never changed his story. Mm. Everything has been the exact same since the day it happened. Interesting. Um, I mean, I have other fun facts about Diana. I just like fun but in general like after reading about this doing a ton of research watching a ton of stuff i think the simplest answer is probably what happened that the driver was probably drunk took more than he thought he could handle mm-hmm. i'm sure if dana was wearing a seatbelt her chance of living probably would have been higher mm-hmm. um the photographers were losing their minds and he crashed and that was the end of the story and the emts did everything they could the doctors did everything they could I don't think the royal family has anything to do with it. I think the royal establishment could have planted photographers Mm -hmm. because they want those photos Mm -hmm. and possibly in a way to make her look bad. Maybe they could get her drunk. Maybe they could get her being messy, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. I don't think they had anything to do with her death unless Mm -hmm. you would believe that the photographers should be also directly responsible. Mm. That's just based on everything that I've read, based on people's opinions of Camilla and Charles within the family. Yeah seems like it is just bad circumstances yeah it's just really sad because of like how loved she was like I remember even my mom told me like when she died everyone was affected like my mom was was like I have never seen a death like happen like that publicly where so many people were affected I believe her funeral service was the most viewed thing on in television history oh my god like it's insane yeah, and again, just, like, imagining what she did for, like, my or, uh, minority communities and underprivileged communities. Mm-hmm. She consistently went against royal protocol and did whatever she thought was right. And again, there was never, like, the royal came out and said that they hated Diana or no. said anything against her. They said that, like, we're worried about her because mm-hmm. she's a little messy for us. Yeah. Because so, she doesn't act like us. But yeah, that's interesting because I feel like every every time I've heard about it or at least growing up, I was always fed that like the queen hated Diana, the queen, this and that, like all it was always kind of revolved around her somehow. And that's not the case for most of it said that the queen and Diana did not speak very often. They weren't like very well integrated or knew much about each other. Yeah. And that could also be a reason why people thought that was because they didn't, maybe they didn't talk because 
the queen didn't like her or yeah. like you know like all these different things that could have happened yeah. but but also mind you like the queen's dealing with like the AIDS crisis like the queen is a little a lot busy. she's like yeah. I really don't care about this little thing yeah um again a lot of people also blame Charles in my opinion if you look at some of the things Charles does he just feels a little bit like an insecure man mm-hmm. dealing with a younger woman that everybody likes more than him when he's supposed to be the beloved, he's going to be king. Yeah. Like people have to like him before they like her. And that is not the case. And what is he to do? He doesn't have the same charisma that he or that she has. Mm-hmm. People don't fawn over him that she does. Uh, so what does he do other than get angry? There's nothing else he really can do about it. And he's also in love with another woman. I will give Charles this. He only cheated with one other woman the whole time. He only had one. It's I was like, gonna say he was faithful, but he was not. I was, I was like, I'll give him loyalty, but he's no. not. No, I'll give him like half loyalty. At least it's not like he's going and just screwing a ton of women. No, he was you like, know? like that he, is the woman. She's the one. Which, like, if that's what you really thought, he should maybe don't. From the beginning. Yeah, maybe don't go marry a nineteen-year-old. She was married, yeah. so he was like, uh oh, so, I don't know. Yeah. Um, some just fun facts about Princess Diana. Um, her, Elton John, and Freddie Mercury were all very close. They would get together and watch Golden Girls. That is the cutest thing I've ever heard. They would sneak her into gay clubs. Oh, they that loved makes me her. so happy. Um, Stallone and Richard Greer actually got in a fist fight over <gasps> Diana what? at a party once. Stallone was quoted saying, um, I wouldn't have come if I knew Prince Charming was going to be here. Uh. Uh, apparently, Elton John's husband had to break up the fight. <laughs> Like, they were both trying to, like, yeah. woo Princess Diana? Yes. Oh, Because apparently, queen. like, Diana had spoken to Stallone. They were, like, uh-huh, getting it on. Sylvester Stallone. Yes. And then and Richard Princess Greer Diana. of Pretty Woman fame. Mm-hmm. Um, and her were cuddling by a fire at this party. Yeah. And Stallone was like, no, that's my <laughs> no, woman. I want Princess Di. Um, and the whole fight broke out. That's insane. Uh, her I kind of love it. Michael Jackson song was Dirty Diana. Oh, of course. Come on now. Right? She actually went to a concert or a Michael Jackson show with Charles. And she went up to Michael and was like, are you going to sing Dirty Diana? That's my favorite song. And he was like, no, I took it out of the show out of respect. I can't put it back in. It's too late. And she was like, oh, that's too bad. It's my favorite song. And then Charles walked up and he's like, what are you guys talking about? And she was like, nothing. (laughs) Um, Damn. While she was married to Charles, she was in America. Nancy Reagan set up a dance between her John Travolta. She also danced with Clint Eastwood, Tom Selleck, and Neil Diamond. Oh my god! Party, which you can guess uh, the media her, was like, "What a horror!" Her and John Travolta. But Nancy Reagan set wow. that up. Wow. Interesting. That's gonna be fun. Diana. Interesting person um, to set that up. She was also rumored to have told Clint Eastwood, "It's nice to dance with a taller man." <laughs> um. Oh my god. But yeah, that is essentially the timeline. Some theories Aww. about Diana. It's just really sad because, like, it seems like she was such a great person. Mm-hmm. And, like, her poor kids, you know? Yeah. Like, that's so sad. But Yeah. And even um, Harry spoke about, not the Oprah interview, a different interview. Mm-hmm. Um, he spoke about the crash and the media frenzy and essentially why he wanted to get Megan out of there. His reasoning, and I can't quote directly because I don't have it in front of me, but he said his mother died because the media couldn't have her with a Muslim man. Yeah. And so imagine him with a black woman. Yeah. Like, it would be the same thing. Yeah. 
so he's like i'm not risking that again i'm yeah i'm not doing that yeah imagine the trauma these poor children have Hmm. also um i was watching old footage of the boys when they were young and how William would constantly be, like, the favored one. And girls would, like, lose their mind over him. And Harry was kind of just like, oh, it's Harry. There he is. <laughs> it's Harry. Which the more you learn about, you're like, their actions make so much sense. Yeah. But, yeah. So what do you think? I mean, <laughs> I think it's a possibility that Charles may be involved with the death somehow. Um, like I would not put it past him. I'm not saying that he did it. I'm not saying that he didn't. I'm saying I wouldn't put it past him. Um, because really if this woman, right, we just were saying he was so loyal to this woman. This is like who he's like, I have to be with her. Mm -hmm. I must. And if this is the only way that I can be with her, so be it. I wouldn't say that he wouldn't. But that's the thing is he just couldn't marry her. He was with her. Yeah. They just, it wasn't even necessarily a rule that he couldn't marry her. They were just worried that he wouldn't be able to. Yeah. But that's what I mean. So he could be with her with Diana still alive. Mm -hmm. But then also, but she wouldn't be a part of the royal family. Camilla would always be and is always going to be second best. Yeah. Especially to the public eye. Yeah. She's going to be the other woman. I saw um, a comment from a British citizen, I'm assuming. I just of like a random article about them and they said like we will never approve of Chucky and Camilla. <laughs> oh my god. And I was like, not Camilla. Which Chucky and Camilla. Um, from my research, other than, you know, sleeping with her husband, I can't see Camilla doing many controversial or like mean or rude things. From mm. what I've seen, she doesn't seem like a bad person or like a mean or cold hearted person. No, but maybe like you know, sleeping with someone's sleeping husband. Sleeping with someone's husband, especially like Princess Diana's husband. Questionable. I will Questionable, give them that. You know, but also the way that she treated her at that party. Questionable. So, I mean, I. Me personally. seem like she tried to like suck up to her or, you know, at no. least, you know, try and be nice about it. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Also, for most of my life, I actually didn't know that Charles got another wife. Really? I didn't even think about it. Oh. I knew Princess Diana had passed, but I did not even realize that he was married again. Hmm. I was like, who is that? Stepmom. What's that thing? Camilla. Camilla. Stepmom. My stepmom, Camilla. It's my stepmom, Camilla. My father, Charles. Her name, Camilla. Not that. It's like Cruella. Camilla. Camilla. Uh, yeah. Not Cabello. But this is just... Uh, Cabello. If you're watching The Crown, if you're going to watch Spencer, if you're going to watch any of the Diana content coming out rapidly... Now um, you know the background. At least you know the facts. Yeah. Of the story. And the timeline, the, the official timeline, there might be some artistic liberties taken. Mm-hmm. In both of these pieces of media, there might be conversations had that were never actually had. Mm -hmm. A lot of this has to be by witness account also, because why would they write this down in the history books? Why would the royal yeah. establishment let this be written down like that? No, literally. So just an History's interesting fact. story mm -hmm. that, again, like there is no right answer nor happy answer. Yeah. It's a really sad situation all the way around. Yeah. Um, but I mean, 
Yeah. This started off on a bad foot. So one of yeah. those where if you're starting off a relationship on a bad foot, you will likely never get on the right foot. Yeah. Just putting that out there. If it starts bad, it's not going to end happy. <laughs> Sorry about so, it. So, yeah. yeah, that pretty much brings us to the end of the story. Well, uh, if you enjoyed this, if you want to keep listening, you can follow us on our Instagram at the.pop.podcast and TikTok is at thepop.pod. We have everything linked there. Um, if you want more cases, again, submit what cases you guys want because we'd like to hear from you guys and what yeah. is interesting to We've you. We've got some Halloween fall yeah. stuff coming up, coming planned. I know we've been saying that like every week. We're like, but oh it's my not God, you're yet. so excited. So just give it like but, a second. But like next week. Yeah. It's next week. <laughs> well, it's like the, this. Okay. The next week is like an introduction to fall. Mm-hmm spooky season a little it's kind of spooky kind of. but then we're going in so next week is like our first fall episode mm-hmm. yeah this is just like the filler episode between fall and not diana being a i'm not filler. saying it's, i'm not saying that she's the filler i'm just saying that like there's a break between summer and fall this mm-hmm. is like our little break but mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah be fun it's gonna be fun well yeah as Bonnie said, you should be following us on social media because there will be lots of content. Content, polls, questionnaires. Polls, questions. Stuff for you uh, to participate comments. in. Um, let's see. What should you guys comment when we post? Let's see. Are you team Diana? Or oh, are you team Charles? That won't end well. I'll tell you that much. Um trying to think like, i want to think of something fun for you yeah what's it's <laughs> gonna be like what's your favorite michael jackson song <laughs> mine's probably mine's probably dirty diana oh shit sorry <laughs> I hit the mic again so, um wait give me a second give me a second give me a second okay giving you a me. second giving you a second <gasps> giving you a second giving you a second all right i don't have it i don't have it all right well then just comment if you watched it yeah and be like yeah or you listen not watched if you listened <laughs> be like i listened hey. i made it all the way to the end of this episode i You're made welcome. it yeah we're kind of dragging this ended out yeah anyway yeah right. comment when you see it okay. um bye, bye besties <laughs> bye <laughs>